welcome to my existential crisis. My name is Madison Epley. I'm Haley Guffrey. And happy holidays! Merry Christmas! Merry Chrysler! Happy Hanukkah! Kwanzaa! Yeah, Kwanzaa never gets any love. It doesn't get any love at all. I don't know anyone who celebrates Kwanzaa, but to anyone who does, you know, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. What was the thing? That oh, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, I was taking a nap earlier, right? Okay, as, as one, one does. does. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's fine. And Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> and my boyfriend comes in. He wakes me up because he's about to leave to go get his hair cut. He looks great, by the way, in case you were wondering. Love it. I um, was. And he's like, hey, babe, the neighbor came by. Um, and he's pissed that you parked in front of his house. So you might want to start parking in front of our house again. And I said, are you fucking serious? And he said, yeah. And uh, like, so there's, there's a lot to this. Um, okay. That's just yeah, the thing. So I started, I usually, so you've been to my house. It's street parking. Yeah. It's street parking. Um, it's, well, that's another thing too. Like it's street parking. It's street parking. Like you're not um, claiming a spot. Yeah, yeah. But I started parking on the opposite side of the street because we're a one-way street and the plows, yeah. uh, the plows are pointed toward our side of the street. Oh, do you guys have snow? Yeah. Oh, shit. We... I didn't know that. Do. Um, I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, it's melted down quite a bit, but yeah, we definitely had some. Okay. Yeah, plows. Makes sense. So they push all the snow up against our cars. And, and then you get snowed in. Yeah, I do anyway. Gotta he shovel has... it out. Christian is a freaking like, Subaru or some shit. And he's, like, four-wheel drive, so he gets out no problem, but, like, I have my little freaking Ford Fiesta... <laughs> With my crappy wheels. So I'm just trying, like, and I went out the one night after it had snowed, um, and I was like, I am going to go clean off my car, and I have paranoia over snowstorms and, like, my car, because there have been so many times where I've tried to leave a place and I can't because there's too much snow. And it literally can be the smallest amount of snow and I still can't get out. So I was like, you know what, while I'm out here cleaning my car off... I'm going to check and see if I can even, like, get out of my parking spot so I can go to work tomorrow. And I could not. Could not get out of my parking spot. Um, Spent, like, 15 minutes trying to get out. And then I shoveled a little bit. And then I spent, like, five more minutes trying to get out. And then finally I was able to get out. I did a loop around. I came back. Tried to get back into my spot. And I couldn't even get back into my spot. So well, I said, I'm not. You, like, because of the snow? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Because there's no, there was no snow buildup on the other side of the street. Yeah. Because the plows only pushed the snow to our side. So I said, screw this. And I went and parked on the opposite side. Um, I've been parking a, like a house or two up from my house. Um, but today when I got home, I just parked in front, like across the street in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't think it would be... A big deal. But then, yeah, my boyfriend said that the neighbor came over and was like, is that her car? Like, she shouldn't park where I always park my truck. And I, that is one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone pitches a fit over street parking. 
figure it out. Like that's if the thing, if like it, yeah, figure it out. If it inconveniences like, you, like sorry, but like you don't own the street, and it's yeah, not, you don't have an assigned parking spot. No, it is street like, public parking. I could park there for yeah. anything. Like people, I my old roommate and was like, my old roommate Rachel was like, you should just start parking there forever now. And I would, but I'm not, like, I hate confrontation. I know. I hate... Yeah, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, okay, sorry, I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to be mad about it, but, like. Yeah, but you're, you're also going to be, like, just going to. Yeah, like, I'm probably going to, like, flip off his house yeah. every time I drive by. That's piss. That's pissy. Yeah. That is shitty. I meant like shitty, that... not piss. That just, it just, it, that is something that really irks me in life is just when, like, just get over it. But, um, we also, speaking of Kwanzaa, even though we're not talking about Kwanzaa anymore. Okay. So, we went to do trivia at a local restaurant this past week, and we, this was our second week going, because we went two weeks ago, and we, um, won, so we were like, oh, well, we gotta go, like, uh, defend our title, and we went this past week, and it was so bad. Why? Because it was all, so it was all Christmas questions. Okay. But it was all Christmas movies. Okay. But it was all the same, like, four Christmas movies. Like, what movies were Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. Miracle on 34th Street. The old one or the The newer one? The old one. Okay. And then I think A Christmas Story were the four that, like, he asked about the most. Which Christmas story? A just Christmas like in, story. What do you mean? Just in general? What do you mean? Oh, I'm thinking A Christmas Carol. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, there are so, like, the Muppets Christmas Carol. No, like, if they had one? asked Muppet Christmas I'm Carol sorry. questions, oh. we would have gotten it. But, yeah. no, and it was just like, mm-hmm. that he would get ready to, he would ask something, and I would be so, it would be like... From Rudolph the Red Nose Ray, and I would be like, uh. there were a couple times I was literally like, God damn it, like, give me what something kind of else. Question? Like, for a Christmas story, I've seen that a million times. Like, what was, what was something from there? Um, what is their last name? Oh, wait, no, it was, it was, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was, what is the main character's name in a Christmas story, first and last? Ralphie. I don't know. I just yeah. know it was Ralphie. And then mom and dad. Yeah. Parker. What? Parker. Yep. I never would have guessed no, that in my life. I, was, I never. I was convinced it was Majors. I was like, I would have thought it was majors. like an Italian name because his dad feels very Gilles. Italian. No. For Chile. Must be Italian. Oh, that's where that's I'm getting the Italian yeah. from. That's, yeah. Um, never mind. He does not. He's like German or something. But like. Shit. It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What's Clarice's? No, I just mixed. Ah, crap. <laughs> did you give it away? I did. <laughs> it, was, it was what's the girlfriend's name? Clarice. Um, Clarice. And then, well, from Rudolph, it was like, what is the secret that Yukon Cornelius knows about the abominable snowman? And we were all I like, what know, the I hell? I've seen. I've seen it when I was younger, but I yeah. couldn't tell you anything about it. Well, I'm sitting there like. In between rounds, I am, like, 
going is he afraid of heights or something no he can bounce He's socially anxious they can bounce or float or something like that he can oh. bounce i don't know i think they use him to like <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? i don't know i don't know man and then um who thought of this shit god burl ives everyone in the 1930s. <laughs> so this this host isn't the normal like trivia host i guess Oh, and is the trivia host the one who comes up with the questions? I get yeah. And everyone in the crowd was like, Rick, 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 who's the old guy, like the other host that usually does it. Everyone wanted Rick back. I wanted Rick back, and this was only my (laughs) second time going. I want Rick back. I don't even know who Rick is. Yeah, it was like, Christian was literally like, if people are booing the questions you ask, (laughs) ask different questions. It was rough. I was just—I was so annoyed. It was—it was. I've never heard of someone booing during trivia. It was literally like he'd be like, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and everyone would be like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! Or it'd be like from Charlie Brown Christmas, and they'd be like, "Oh, come on!" It was ridiculous. And then the last, the bone. So in when you do a bonus round, I feel like you think like bonus round, quick, easy. Yeah. Tell me why this well, man... For bonus round, I think it's a little harder. It's a little harder, but I feel like it's not, like, time-consuming. Impossible. You know? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not time-consuming. Just, like, quick, but harder. Like, either you know it or you don't. Tell me why this man had us list 15 dates in December. What? He was like, here are 15 what? dates in December, and this is what the date is. Like, tell Wait, me what, what the date... Like, like, December 25th, Christmas. Yeah. Or, like, December 17th, the start of Hanukkah. Oh, shit. Tell me why. You had to, like, know when holidays and things started and ended or something like that? When they started. But also, it was, like, celebrity birthdays. So, we'd get to, what? like... Yeah, we'd get to, like... <laughs> like, mix in with yeah, this? Yeah. I think it was, like, December 8th. It was, like, this is the birthday of a famous singer. da 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 What? And I was, like, dude, what? It Who took, cares? It took... What? forever madison it took forever it took like i don't even know how long and then it took him bring back rick yeah bring back rick that's all i gotta (laughs) say like it was ridiculous we were there it started at 6 30 and i don't think we left until like 9 30 oh my gosh yeah and we wanted to leave like christian and his mom were like let's go and i was like "Uh uh-uh we did not come all this way i want to know how we did and then they didn't even tell us how we did. What do you mean? They, they, we weren't, like, we didn't make the cut to know what we got, I guess. I don't they know. They just didn't tell you anything? They didn't You're tell like, us. Ah, they didn't tell us, like, they didn't rank us. Like, our team specifically weren't in the ranking. And I was pissed about that. And I looked at Christian and I was like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to say what our, like, I'm going to ask this man. Because I did not just sit through all that bullshit just to not know what I did. <laughs> We got 44 and a half points, I think. Out of how many? I don't know. It was like... Was it like 100? Um, that feels right. It's like... Let me let me do some quick 100 math. point twiv- trip twivia. Trivia. That's intense. It's like 200 point trivia. Oh my gosh. Because there's three rounds and then the bonus round. And I think the bonus round is f- worth four points each so maybe it was actually around 150 i don't know 
But Jeez, that's still insane. It's something. I feel like, like trivia that. is supposed to be like twenty to thirty questions, and maybe uh, maybe wait, hold on, <laughs> I probably did that wrong. Maybe it's a hundred. Anyway, but still, that's a lot. Yeah, regardless, it was, it was crazy. I don't know if we'll go back. Honestly, I hope we do because it was like a fun little thing that we got to do with Christian's family. But we shall see. Oh God, I said um, if we come back and that guy's hosting, that we'll just leave. Yeah. That was my plan. That was what I said we would do. Um, Smart. Yeah. But anyway, that's been kind of my couple days. Nothing else really exciting is going on. We haven't started demoing the kitchen yet. We... Wish I could be there for that. That sounds yeah. so fun. Yeah. I wish I could snap my fingers and have it be done already. Yeah. Because, um... But it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, started watching Full Metal Alchemist. It's what is that? an anime that it's like Christian's favorite <laughs> show. I, I was gonna say it sounded like an anime yeah. that David would watch. Yeah. I'm into it. It's not my anime's not really my thing, but me neither. I'm into I've it. tried. I've tried really hard, but yeah. I can't get into it. We just finished uh, Steven Universe a few days ago. How is that? I've never seen that. Oh my god! I think you'd really like it. Um, That's what you said. You said it made you cry. It it has made you cry before. It made me cry again. Oh. Yeah. We were watching. So there's like five seasons of the main show, then a movie, then a season of like, not a spinoff, but like a spiritual continuation. It's like, it's called Steven Universe Future, and it's just one season, and it's kind of about like, it's kind of just a season of dealing with the aftermath of everything. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. And Steven Universe Future gets me every time. It's so good. Is it on Netflix or Hulu or something? Um, Hulu, but it's all messed up. Um, oh. HBO Max is what we watched it on. Oh, I do have HBO now through David's parents. Thanks. I'm I'm telling you right now, the first season for whatever reason is 53 episodes. What? Yeah, I truly, I truly could not tell you why. <laughs> like. It, okay. like, it's not like, oh, it's part of season two. No, it's not part of season two. It's just season one is 53 episodes. Jeez um, Louise. And a lot of season one is filler. Okay. Because it is a kid's show, and it's a lot like... Yeah. I've tried, I've tried, I've, I've told Christian before, like, Adventure Time is a really popular show that I think I'd really like, but it's so long. It's, yeah. like, seven seasons, I think. Oh. And... There is so much filler in that show, especially, mm-hmm. like, with Steven Universe in the first season. But with Steven Universe, like, I can't pinpoint episodes that are, like, oh, I can skip here and it's fine. Yeah. Like, I feel like most things that happen are important, so I can't, like, just skip around. Just and, fast forward. Yeah. yeah. Understood. So, that's the tricky part of that. Um, but yeah, everything else is like standard, like 20 to 30 episode seasons. And they're all like, the episodes themselves are like 11 minutes. Okay. I was going to say 20 to 30 episodes. That's a lot for a season. No, it's, it's, they're all in like 11 minute increments. I still think 53 is ridiculous, but then I, I feel like we got to a point where it'd be like some side character we didn't like. And we'd be like, Oh, this is like a Ronaldo episode. Let's skip it. I love that. And it didn't have any bearing on the 
viewing experience too much, but... Poor mm. Ronaldo. Ronaldo sucks. No one gives a shit. No one likes Ronaldo. Just kidding. I'm sure there are people out there who do like Ronaldo. I'm just not one of them. Ronaldo, I like you. I'm sure I would if I you don't, knew you. You don't, We'd get to know, you each don't other. know him. Let's, let's go on a date. Let's get some coffee. Okay, I'm telling David. <laughs> Your girl is cheating. <laughs> anyway. Sent. Done. He knows. He knows. <laughs> Alright. Uh, how's your week been? Ah! This is the first week in the new apartment, and I love it! It was a very stressful, hectic week. Uh, both last week and this week, we packed everything and moved everything in a week, which is insane. It was... Uh, busy. I thought I was going to lose my mind, but um, it worked. Everything is... We got out of the apartment early even, handed our keys in officially on Monday. Or no, yesterday. It was yesterday. Um, so yeah, we officially live here now. I have a bedroom door, which <laughs> is something I did not have in my old apartment. I have two bathrooms, count them, one, two. And they're full bathrooms too, which is great. Um, I just, I have more space to like move. Like I'm in a different room than David is right now. <laughs> I can't hear him and he can't hear me. That's nuts. That must be so, so nice. Yeah. It is so nice. I'm not used to this. So, yeah, we actually have we have an office, and we're going to put a guest bed in here. So whenever you guys come and visit, you'll have a place to stay. That'll be um, nice. Yeah. I'm so excited in general. I have more than just a couch. <laughs> I have a couch and a dining room table. And I have a love seat now, too. Um, so we'll actually have, like, room to spread out and stuff. So, I'm yeah, I like it here a lot. Good. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's going really well, and um, I've been super busy with rehearsal and stuff, so I haven't been able to, like, set it up and make it homey yet, but it's fine. It'll come after the holidays, so. When is yeah. your show done? Uh, huh. So, tomorrow is my last cabaret show, and then uh, I just started rehearsal for a new show, so <laughs> that one doesn't, that one goes through March, um, but this was the last rehearsal I'll have for that show until the 3rd of January. So I'll have a nice little break. So hopefully like the week after Christmas, I can get some stuff done around here and finally set some things up. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's going really well. I know last week was like kind of doom and gloom, but I'm feeling much better now. I <laughs> also more news. I'm sorry. I'm so hyped today. Um, it's 9.18 in the evening, so I shouldn't be, but I am. Um, I upped my medication, so, uh, yeah, I just started taking that today, <laughs> so we'll see how that increase in dosage goes, but, yeah, I'm very optimistic. It's been a good week, even though it's been busy, and, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for you, Penny. What the new year has to hold. It's going to be good. I think it's going to It is going to be good. I agree. Huh. Okay, I am putting this off. It's really awful. I didn't do anything that was super popular. I have never heard of this before. I looked this up and it horrified me. Um, just as a warning to everyone, this story is very horrific. Um, it is very graphic. 
uh, content warning for child abuse. And if you don't like things that are too graphic or gruesome, this might not be the one for you because it's really awful. Um, have you heard of Sylvia Likens? This is not it, but it's – I don't want to compare traumas and stuff, but it's very similar um, abuse-wise. Not I wouldn't – okay, it's not similar abuse. It's not quite to the same extent as Sylvia Likens, but it's uh, it did remind me of that. Okay, well then we'll scratch this, um, but it's just awful. So, okay, this is the story of the torture and death of Christy Bamu. Um, it really just jumps right into the story. So to help ease into it a little bit, I'm going to give some extra background or else we would just be getting right down to it. So here we go. Huh. On... December 16th, 2010, 15-year-old Christy Bamu traveled with his four siblings from Paris to London so that they could spend Christmas together with their older sister, Magali, and her recent fiancé, Eric Bikubi. Um, what was meant to be a holiday season spent with family very, very quickly turned into a nightmare that nobody would have imagined. My sources are BBC, The Guardian, Medium, The Huffington Post, and International Business Times. So before I just jump right in and get straight to what happened, because it would really just jump right in, I'm just going to rewind a little bit and give a little bit of background on Magali and Eric. So Magali was born in the Dominican Republic of Congo in 1983. Her parents later moved to Paris, but then they soon returned to Congo, but they left Magali to live with her mother's niece in London. Do you follow that? Magali was born. She was born in one in place. Congo. Moved to another place. She moved to Paris. And then her, her parents, parents moved left. back to Congo, and but left her with... Someone else. Her fam left her, her with family in London. Okay, yes. so she's in London. Um, yes, but her family is back in the Congo. So she reportedly did not have a great life there, according to a Medium article. I couldn't find anything that would corroborate that, but I did want to mention that. Uh, later, she met Eric Bakubi. He was a football coach, and they began to date. Um, the relationship started off really strong, but it turned sour very quickly. Eric became very controlling, verbally abusive, and refused to let her do things like see her friends or wear makeup. Eric was also born in Congo of the same year that Magali is, and his father raised him to believe in Kindoki, which is a witchcraft that is thought to be responsible for child possessions. And I want to preface also super early that... I do not want to demonize other cultures and religion. That's not what this is about. And I especially don't want to demonize black people's cultures. That's not what I'm here to do. Um, it's also not meant to demonize immigrants or non-anglicized cultures. But I think that we're educated enough here to know the difference between a harmful tradition and a positive one. So that's where I'll leave that. And I'll explain what kindoki is and um, what has happened because of that. So, Kindoki has been responsible for child abandonment and abuse in children across the world, all over the world. Um, and because children were often targeted in Kindoki, an elder in the religion would be responsible for exercising and ridden, reading the demon that, would, that they thought was possessing the child. 
So ways to exercise and get rid of the demon would include beatings, continuous prayer, fasting, water deprivation, water submersion, etc. Like just very, very harsh, um, extreme punishments or, you know, however you want to describe that. Uh, some people think that the child being possessed can't feel the pain that's being inflicted. They think it's just the demon who's feeling it. Um, but this is obviously not the case. Uh, things that are thought to be signs of kindoki possessions are very common child antics like wetting the bed, biting your nails, stealing. Um, children with disabilities are also really often targeted as thought to have been possessed, um, whether they have like autism or epilepsy or similar things that might make them act out um, differently than like a neurodivergent or not neuro, that's the wrong word, a neurotypical child or um, a child in good health. This has become an increasing problem within um, London and the UK and all over the world, but the Scotland Yard, which is the London police headquarters has investigated 83 cases involving abuse resulting from ritualistic or faith-based beliefs and brought about 17 prosecutions over the last 10 years as of 2012. So Eric would talk about visions he had when he was a child, seeing things that weren't there, and he really just became possessed possessed oh my gosh he became obsessed with his fear of sorcery and witchcraft and he even dreamt at one point that his own brother killed him um he would frequently have nightmares and to escape the spirits he would move around london frequently to try to outrun them it's also reported in multiple articles that eric had either a mental impairment or brain damage of some kind but i tried so hard and i couldn't find exactly what it was some articles said it was brain damage some said it was a mental impairment um i couldn't find out what that was so but that is of note um here so huh, now that that background is over we're just jumping right in um so what happened to christy on December 20th, Christy was locked out of the bathroom at his sister's apartment and he desperately needed to go and because he needed to go and he couldn't go, he accidentally wet himself. Um, obviously, he's 15 years old. He's embarrassed. You know, he wants to hide this from his family. Like, who likes, who wants to admit that? Nobody. So he tried to hide his pants, but Eric found them and he thought that this was a sign that Christy was possessed. And things just quickly go south from this point. Oh, are you following me so far? Okay, sorry. This is, a, like, very quickly gets very bad, so I'm just making sure. Um, Christy and his siblings were accused of bringing witchcraft into his home and afflicting his 10-year-old son. Believing an exorcism needed to be got needed to be done, Eric and Magali began the torture of her siblings. Over the next four days, remember, this was this happened on the 20th of December. So over the next four days, the four siblings were subjected to unimaginable abuse and torture at the hands of Eric and Magali, their own sister. So it started off um, prayer and sleep deprivation, water and food deprivation. 
Um, that was just the beginning of things. And this was the beginning, but it also continued throughout the four days. So for four days, they were deprived of sleep and food and water, and they were constantly forced to pray. It also quickly escalated to beatings. Christie's sister, Kelly, who was 20 at the time, later recalled in her testimony, Eric began to hit Christy while my sister was watching and didn't do anything. I begged him, we didn't do anything. We are innocent. Magali didn't argue at all. It was as if this was completely normal. She was just sitting there as a spectator. <sighs> the beatings quickly escalated to the siblings being attacked with a knife, and one of the girls was even forced to eat a light bulb. I don't even know how that's possible and I don't even like to think on it for too long but that's just horrific um at one point Eric told the siblings to jump out of the window to see if they could fly again the siblings looked to Magali for help but she just encouraged Eric's actions Kelly also later recalled in her testimony Eric hit and hit Christy he was not feeling well he was having trouble breathing and he fell over as far as Eric and Magali were concerned, that was the Kendoki coming out of him. The sisters confessed to being witches in order to escape the further attacks and in order to not have to jump out of the window. And even though this gave them relief from the abuse, Christy was still the main target and he, because he was the one who had, quote-unquote, proven himself to be evil. Christy's two brothers, age 13 and 22, the elder one, being autistic, according to one report, were first were forced to join in the torture of Christy. So again, it just gets really awful. Uh, Christy was struck in the mouth with a hammer and a chisel, knocking out multiple teeth. A heavy weightlifting bar was also shoved down his throat. His head was smashed with ceramic tiles and bottles and parts of his ear were ripped and twisted off by pliers. Uh, he was also repeatedly hit with a claw hammer and it completely smashed all of his limbs. And when they did the autopsy, they found that over 100 injuries were done on his body. Uh, reports varied between 101 to 130, but regardless of the number it was a lot and it was horrific and just throughout these four days just constant non-stop so huh, over these four days the siblings did speak to their parents who were back home in Paris but Eric threatened Kelly with a knife when she spoke to her parents and Eric forced her to lie about how they were doing in one of these calls the towards later on i don't know exactly the day i would imagine it was either uh the 24th or the day before um magali actually got on the phone with her dad and she said quote dad you've got to pick the children up because they're witches and you're a witch too and then eric hopped on the call and he said quote you've got to come and pick up the children you've got to pick up christy because he's a witch and he's practicing witchcraft on another child of the family if you don't i'm going to kill him the father pierre recalled quote when he said that i wanted to say something to him then straight after that i heard christy's voice christy was talking in a calm voice 
He wasn't crying. He just spoke to me in a voice like we're using now. Dad, come and get me. Otherwise, Eric will kill me. And then he was cut off. When Eric said that, knowing Eric as I did, sorry, knowing Eric as I do, I said, it's not going to come to that because he's a nice person, a really nice person. Well, it did come to that. Um, at the end of Christie's just brutal attacks, he was still alive. And uh, all of the children were then put in the bathtub to be sprayed and cleansed by Eric. At this point, Kelly also testified that Christy was just begging to die, to be put out of his misery, which is just like, I can't, just so heartbreaking. Like I, it's heartbreaking to think about all of this happening to him and like reading it and doing the research on it. But like, I can't even imagine after four days of this and then you're just like wanting it to end and it's supposed to be Christmas. Like you're supposed to be enjoying time with your family and this is what you have instead. So who as the bath filled up during their cleansing, Christy was so weak that he was unable to keep his body upright and his ultimate cause of death was drowning on Christmas morning. Um, authorities were finally called again. I couldn't find who actually called them. I don't know if it was Pierre who got worried and called them from Paris and he was trying to rush home. I kind of assume it was Magali or Eric after pulling Christie's lifeless body out of the tub and realizing he, he was very severely hurt. I don't know why at that point you're like, Hey, maybe we should get help for the, I don't know, but regardless, Huh. The police walked into a horrific scene. The three remaining children were hysterical, soaked in water, and just terrified. And they were just standing in the living room right whenever the police walked in. They didn't speak English because they're from Paris. Um, there was blood all over the apartment, on the ceilings, walls, furniture, and on all of the tools used in the abuse. Magali and Eric were both arrested. Eric claimed self-defense because he said Christy was a witch and he would only admit to manslaughter due to his mental impairment. Again, could not find what that was or if it, what it was, but there was that. Magali claimed she was forced to participate along with her siblings because remember, the siblings were then also forced to turn on Christy and beat him up themselves, which is, again, just horrific. Um, she denied any involvement at all, which is beyond me. At the trial, it was revealed that a young woman stayed with Eric and Magali two years before this happened, and she was also accused of being possessed due to biting her nails. During the three days she stayed with them, Eric refused to let her eat or sleep, and the couple would sit and pray with her. They also shaved her hair off to release the evil spirits. The girl called her mom and she was able to escape, but this led to punishment for Magali for letting her go. Uh, it was reported that Eric made her claim, sorry, it was reported that Eric made her eat off of the floor and gave her a black eye. And then Magali did leave to go to a woman's shelter and stay with them. But then she later returned to Eric and then they soon after got engaged. When ruling on the case, the judge said the belief in witchcraft, however genuine, cannot excuse an assault to another person, let alone the killing of another human being. He also noted Magali's lack of remorse throughout the trial. I think at one point there was a quote and 
she was denying her involvement in it. But when they asked if she was sorry for what had happened, or sorry, when they when they asked her if she was sorry for what had happened, she said no, and they got exactly what they deserved. Eric was sentenced to a minimum of 30 years in prison, and Magalie was sentenced to a minimum of 25, which I think is just unbelievably low for what happened. And on June 2012, Christie's family released the following public statement. We will never forget, but to put our lives back into sync, we must forgive. We take no comfort in the verdicts. We have been robbed of a beloved son, a daughter, and a son-in-law. Christie died in unimaginable circumstances unimaginable circumstances at the hands of people who he loved and trusted people who we all loved and trusted christmas a festival of joy and jacqueline's birthday jacqueline is the mother will also be scarred by these terrible events we were always fond of eric and regarded him as a son we were proud that he would call us mom and dad as a family we planned our futures together and eric and i were to open a restaurant in london together as a legacy for our family to know that christie's own sister magalie did nothing to save christie makes that pain so much worse we are still unaware to the full extent of the brutality we cannot bring ourselves to hear it the pain of Christie's death is something which cannot be measured or calculated. Christie was a fine young man, kind and considerate, much loved by his family and friends. We saw that he was becoming a man. We hoped that he would work with me in my carpentry business and one day take over. Christie was also a role model to his siblings. The children are often quiet and alone in their rooms. We try to stay strong for them and Jacqueline and I are compelled to grieve alone so as not to distress the children. But yeah. That that is the story, and I wish I had a better way to end that, but I don't. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I just kind of so like blew heavy. through that. It was awful. It was really heavy, and like I, huh, I was trying to find a Christmas related something, and I didn't want to do one that everyone had done, and I wasn't gonna do this one because it was so heavy. But right. I also felt like Christy deserved to have his story told and um this is not one that I have ever heard before in my life and it's I I think it deserves to be said and also it's it's so close to us like whenever crimes are in the past or you know it, it there's like a distance to right. it but this was only 10 years ago I was 13 we were like we were in middle school together like it was it just feels so close like this could have been not that it could have been us but like he was our age right yeah um my heart goes out to his family for yeah. sure his siblings for enduring what they did they're much stronger than i think i will ever be um i hope that they're if they God, I just hope that they get the help that they need. I hope that yeah. if they're comfortable seeking therapy, that they seek it. I I can't imagine the kind of trauma that that situation would put on you. I can't. And again, like, it's your sister. Like, your sister's doing that yeah. to your brother. Yeah. My heart really goes out to that family. I can't even imagine. No, not at all. Huh. <sighs> So yeah, that is that is the story, and um, like I had mentioned before, Kendoki. While I definitely, you know, we're not proponents of demonizing different cultures like that. I think we can all um, 
have our eyes opened to knowing that this is not something that is uh if you see something say positive exactly if you see something say something then that's what it comes down to if you or someone you know is if you think that they're a victim of child abuse like Haley said if you see something say something um the Child Help Hotline national number is 1-800-422-4453. Obviously, if it's if it's an emergency or if you believe it's an emergency, call 911. I that's the other thing I wanted to mention. I know that um especially if you don't want to assume the worst, you might be hesitant to call 911, but that's what they're there for. That's their jobs. You're taxes are being paid to pay them to do their job so I mean the worst comes to worst you call them and everything is fine but I mean better to be safe than sorry the word doppelganger is a noun of German origin its definition is an apparition or double of a living person, but the historical context is a lot darker. According to lore, seeing one's doppelganger could spell misfortune, even death. Several famous historical figures, such as Percy Shelley, best known for being the husband of Mary Shelley, the acclaimed author of Frankenstein, and even Abraham Lincoln, claimed to see their doppelgangers before meeting an untimely demise. However, one of the strangest cases of doppelgangers is that of Emily Segui. Do you know anything about this? I know nothing about this. <laughs> Keep in mind before I share this story, um, there is no real historical like fact behind it. Okay. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, like they can't be proven? Yeah. Okay. Um, even when I looked up like the name of the school that is featured in this story, I could not find any factual records of a place like that ever existing. Okay. But it is arguably the most famous case of doppelgangers, so I'm still going to talk about it. Go for Um, it. The story was reported by three authors, Robert Dale Owen, uh, Camille Flamelion, and Alexander Askakov from the witness Julie de Goldenstube. The Golden Stube. Stube? Golden Stube? Stube. I don't know. Yeah. Julie. Golden Stube. Julie de Golden Stube. Golden Huba? Anyway. <laughs> in 1845, in what is present day Latvia, Emily Segui began her 19th teaching position at an all girls boarding school. Jeez. Yeah, she was. How old was she? Um, she was 32. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 19. 19! She's what year was this? 1845. Okay, that makes sense. She they hop around a yeah, lot. Yeah, she supposedly started uh, working when she was 16. Okay, um, she was an, makes a lot more sense. She was an anxious young woman, but was very kind and good at her job. Feels same. Uh, no one could really understand why she'd been turned away from so many jobs until shit got weird. Oh, one of the first instances recorded or reported, I should say, of weird things going on. Rumors um, started popping up a few weeks after she arrived. One student saying, oh, I saw Miss Suggy over here. Then another student saying, no, 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 you didn't. I just saw her over there. Things like that. And then one day, 
Mademoiselle Segui was giving a lesson to a class of 13 students, which included Julie de Goldenstube. Um, while she was writing on the blackboard, a double suddenly appeared. Sin- what do you mean? There were suddenly two... Like just next to yeah, her? there were suddenly two Mademoiselle Seguis. Jeez. They were exactly alike. They used the same gestures. Uh, the only difference was the real Emily Segui held a piece of chalk in her hand. <gasps> oh, the other one didn't have chalk? Oh, don't like that. Don't like that at all. Um, no. Nope, nope, nope. Soon after, uh, one of the pupils was uh, assisted by Mademoiselle Segui. She was being um, helped into a dress of some sort. Because you know how dresses were back then. They were amazing. Yes. Um, when the student turned to look in an adjacent mirror, she saw not one Mademoiselle Segui helping her into the dress, but two. Oh, no. She reportedly fainted. <gasps> I would. Yeah. I feel you. Over time, the reports continued. And the craziest thing that happened was when the 42 students of the school were all in the same room. They were working on their embroidery. And on one side of the room, there was a wall that was pretty much just all windows. And they could see Mademoiselle Segui in the garden gathering flowers. The teacher um, stepped out of the room and left her armchair at the front of the room vacant. But it was quickly filled no by mademoiselle sagi no (laughs) when the young ladies looked to the garden she was still in the garden picking flowers um some remarked that she seemed to move very slowly um as if she became drowsy or exhausted even and when they looked at the armchair again she just sat there silent not moving Two of the students decided to get up and attempted to touch her. And when they touched her, they said they felt a slight resistance as if touching loose fabric or cobweb. Oh. One of the two passed close in front of the armchair and actually threw a part of the apparition. Um, The apparition did not respond to this or change position. And it finally disappeared. And Mademoiselle Sagi resumed with her flower gathering. Um, and I believe that was actually, like, Christmas break. Funny enough. So, okay. or, or break, a break of some oh. sort. Um, the students... At first I was like, why are you telling me that? And then I'm like, oh, Christmas is in five days. Um, or it was yesterday when this comes out. Parents began to worry about the strange events that their children told them about, and after 18 months, only 12 students were left out of 42. Oh, shit. Uh, Because of this, Sagi was asked to resign, and when she was told to resign, um, she said, in front of Julie de Goldenstube, uh, this is the 19th, something to the effect of this is the 19th time I can't believe this happened again. And uh, it turned out that, yeah, she'd been a teacher in 18 different schools. Um, and I mean, 
I think we know why. I think we know why yeah. they flew through her so fast. It's because people literally could literally fly through her. Yeah. Um, after she left the school, she went to live with a sister-in-law. Um, Julie de Goldenstube, uh went to pay her a visit. And when she spoke to the children, she was like, hey, where's your aunt? And they were like, oh, we don't know right now, but she's not hard to find. Uh, and Julie was like, what do you mean? Naturally. And they were like, oh, well, there are two Aunt Emily's. And nope. that is the story of Emily Segui. Apparently, she left for Russia and Julie lost track of her. Jeez. Like I said, the story isn't really, like, there's no real proof um, it says that, uh, Camille Fleming, God, it says that Camille, F- <laughs> if I edit this, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Camille Flamayon went, um, Flamayon. Mignon. Camille, who I mentioned earlier, um, <laughs> actually went to Dijon where Emily Camille was supposed Flamay- to <gasps> Yo, Camille Flamay. Wait, Camille Filet Mignon and Dijon. Dijon. I'm going to punch myself in the face. <laughs> uh, during a trip to Dijon, uh, Camille Flammarion, who I mentioned earlier, tried to find out more about Emily Segui, but he could not find anything. Okay. Um, no family name as Sagi was ever recorded in French Civil Registry between 1891 and 1990. Oh. Um, no one, yeah, there was... It's no record? No okay. real record of her. Thank you for listening to My Existential Thank Crisis. You. you can find us at our various social media Facebook, locations instagram <laughs> twitter we're on youtube anywhere you find your content me crisis pod merry holidays everybody merry holidays have the best holiday uh please stay safe happy new year we'll talk to you then have fun be safe mm. uh thank you for listening bye bing